You're listening to Dating Out Loud, where we discuss polyamorous relationships and queer sexuality. Your hosts, Rose and Rowan. Welcome to Dating Out Loud. This is Rose. I am a polyamorous, pansexual, cisgendered woman, Hufflepuff. And my name is Rowan. I am a um, trans woman. Happy uh, Trans Day of Visibility. Yay. I am um, sapphic, uh, lesbian, uh, demisexual, polyamorous, um, Ravenclaw or Ravenpuff, um, and I'm enjoying a really nice glass of whiskey right now. That sounds very sexy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracted. I was like, I like very nice. sexy. Very nice. What? I hate whiskey, and I like wish I was drinking it with you. I was going to like it for you. Yay. And well, also, I feel remiss for not wish, wishing you a happy Transisability Day. Oh, no, no remission. Um, but yeah, okay. no, it's exciting. Um, today is Trans Day of Visibility. Um, we are also, um, Caitlin and I, are trying to record this at a distance because we are both stuck at home, quarantined with uh, COVID-19. So um, our sound quality might be a little worse. But at least we are recording, and we will have something fresh and new for y'all. Um, this podcast isn't going to end with with the quarantine. Yeah, and and to be clear, we don't have the COVID, but yes, we're home. Yay! We can't be together. So, so um, that is very sad. Uh, but this podcast will go on, like we yeah. all will. As best we as best we can. So yay! Did I tell you, Caitlin, that we um we just got fifty people following on our Facebook page? Yay! It's a great page. Everyone's doing a great job putting lots of gay stuff out there. Super exciting. Yeah. All right. Um, what are we out talking and, about out today? And proud. Um. Okay, so this is a topic that I have to tell you. I feel like has been you've been trying to have it be a podcast for a while, and I keep like pushing it aside because I don't know what I'm going to say about it. We'll have uh, to talk about the reason that you're pushing it aside in a minute. But the time has come to talk about boundaries. Yay, boundaries! Um, this topic actually, um, yes, it is something that I've um suggested from time to time, but we've also had. Uh, three or four different fans um, asking for information about this. So um, okay. I'm really excited to be able to talk about this and be able to let them know, hey, we have some content just for you. Yeah. And I I mean, because of that, it's like I can't keep putting it aside because people want, want to hear about it, and it's important. Yeah. Um, but can I just stop for a moment and say that we have fans? How amazing is that? I know. So exciting. Maybe only three or five or fifty of them, but that's exciting. 
It is. I'm so, I'm so grateful. Like, thank you to anyone who's listening to this. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're so, we're so proud of this and we're so happy that um, other people are enjoying what we're putting out. Yeah. So how are we going to make boundaries fun and sexy? Because to me, that's like one of the least sexiest things. It's like, oh, we have to talk about boundaries, really? Oh, Oh my God. But, 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 but it's part of, it's, it's part of relationship building and it's part of communication and it's just so sexy, Caitlin. Oh, that I is love so talking. hard. I knew you would say that. I knew you would say that it's sexy somehow. So how <laughs> to explain to me how it's fun and sexy? Because it it is showing your partner that you um, honor and respect them um, so much that you want to make sure that they understand what your boundaries are so that um, you can minimize any arguments or um, any any tension that is between um, the two of you in a, a relationship. And it also shows them that you are interested in understanding what their boundaries are, understanding what sort of triggers they might have so that you can um, help navigate that um, in any way possible. And I just think that being thoughtful is incredibly sexy. Okay. 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 I mean, I, 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 I see that being honored and respected, like you said, but like to be totally honest, like what's running through my head is like, I just don't even like believe like boundaries are hard for me to know, like are real. It's hard for you to know what boundaries you have. Yeah, because I'm just, the whole thing, like, I'm just learning that, like, boundaries are a thing that exists and are real and people have them. Um, Because I grew up very boundaryless. So if you can imagine that situation. You know I can't. It's very different, like, to just not have a concept of them. So I'm saying, like, at a foundation. No, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, that is, that's, that's, that's a part of it. That's, it's okay to not know what your boundaries are, and it's okay to not have any boundaries right now. Part of, um, part of what people have been asking us and part of um, what I want to talk about today is, one, um, setting up those boundaries from the get-go, and I think that that's, that might be where you are looking at things and, and getting really um, uh, feeling like it's a lot because you don't know what your boundaries are. But the bigger deal is having the conversations afterwards, having the conversations a few months or years down the line as you discover where, what sort of boundaries um, you might have or as you, um, as a relationship, move into different um, situations that you had not previously encountered um, and being able to renegotiate any new boundaries that might be coming up. Um, This is something that is active and and something that's done over and over and over again throughout the life of a relationship. And so if you don't know what your boundaries are right now, then it's not that big of a deal. Maybe you don't have any. And that's all right because you are exploring this fresh new relationship and it's really exciting, and you want to see how far the, how far you can push it together because because it is so exciting. But a few months down the line, you'll probably want to discuss a few more things. Yeah, 
no, no, that's very true. Because often I don't discover I have a boundary until after it was crossed. Because it was like a totally invisible boundary, even invisible to me sometimes. And then it's like, oh, dear, like now conversation needs to be had. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, I mean... I'd like to I'd like to hear a little more about that. Um, how have you navigated situations where you did not realize you had a boundary? It it has been crossed, um, and and now you are moving forward with this new knowledge. Just really like I guess direct communication. Um. It's the only way to go, really. It's just like, hey, this happened. This is how I feel about it. This is what I would ask for going forward. Yeah, I think that that's, that's really important. Direct communication is, is a really great tool for that, for sure. And it, it, I mean, it can be an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> Yay for for moments of growth, yeah. Uh, because I think any change can be uncomfortable for lots of different reasons, and anytime things change in a relationship, like a boundary comes into play, that, okay. that, that changes the relationship a little bit. It mm-hmm. does, yeah. So, so um, uh, describe what sort of things are boundaries. Like, are boundaries okay in a relationship? You know, it's a tough one. Of course, anything, I mean, to me, boundaries are there for our egos to protect themselves. Okay. So, yeah, we want to feel safe. I think different boundaries will help protect us from different difficult experiences okay. that we don't want to have, right, um, for different reasons. And... That is just kind of an illusion in one regard. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes it's like, how can you ask someone for something that, like, might interfere with their own agency just because it makes you uncomfortable? Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I think that... So sometimes I think boundaries are used to, like, protect people and, like, cage their own relationship into certain things. And then it's, like, are they boundaries? Are these rules? You know what I mean? Like, where does it kind of go into that line? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was actually going to gonna, gonna um, mention that because that, that does bring up a very interesting idea. Like, what is the difference between a boundary and a rule? And, um but, I mean, you know that I'm not big on rules in general. How how can those be navigated um, differently, that sort of thing. Right. But at the same time, it's like we have right to our own space, like the sovereignty of our own space, and, like, especially, uh-huh. like, things that involve cohabitation that involve two people, like a shared space. Like, those boundaries yeah. kind of have to be negotiated a little bit. Yeah. So, like, I'll use an example to take it kind of out of the ether, like an easy example. Okay. Um. So... 
Lucas and I, which is so exciting to have him, by the way, in this call. Because <laughs> we can I only record you, the two of us. I know. And I was like, don't you? Like, there's, there's some way you could be on the call. There's not a way he could be on the call, but he misses us too. Um, I just had to acknowledge him. But yes, Lucas, our lovely producer, who will be editing the podcast. Yay. Um, yeah. Uh, we have a bed that we share in our home, and it's uh-huh. like our bed. And so early on in this, I was like, you know, in in this this being polyamory, uh-huh. when we opened up our relationship. I'm like, you know, my space is really important to me. Like, my bed is where I sleep and I dream and, like, we're together and we make love. And, like, that's kind of just how I feel about it. Like, it, that's, uh-huh. like sac- that's like a sacred space to me. Uh-huh. And so I don't really want to, like, share that with our other partners. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's our shared space to me. Yeah, like, absolutely. And so... It's, like, not a rule because we've definitely had partners in our bed, but it's, like, we have another bed and a guest room. It's, like, if, yeah. if, that, and if that's available, then that's just, like, a consideration of, like, the boundary that is our bed is, like, you know, something that's kind of easy to, yeah, to just appreciate. Um, but it's not, like... Like, I have been with someone else in the bed, and it's not like, oh, my gosh, you broke that rule because you were with someone in the bed. It was like there was a certain sort of situation that, like, kind of, like, there was a good reason why, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so there was, like, yeah, that factored in, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, you thou shalt not touch the bed or else, yeah. you know, the marriage crumbles or something like that. For sure. For sure. So, so Yeah. Is yeah, that that's like a, a good example. Like a bad, that is a really good negotiation, example. like that had to be set up, like once the relationship was in place. Yes, yes, I think that's a wonderful example. Um, the way that I look at boundaries versus rules um, myself is that um, boundaries are things um, about me, and rules are things about you. Um, and so I don't use rules; um, I just use boundaries. Um, one of the things, um, okay. sort of an, an example of this sort of thing is that, like, so a rule might be, um, I don't, um, I feel really uncomfortable when you go out with someone um, on, you know, Saturdays because, you know, it doesn't really matter a reason. So um, I need you to not go out with people on Saturdays. And that would be a rule, so because it's about you, not about me. Um, a boundary is something that has everything to do with me. So, um, for example, there. Let's see here. Um, there are some people that I can't always be around um, myself. I, I just it makes me uncomfortable. Um, and so my partner really likes these people and wants to spend time with them. And my boundary, instead of making it a rule, you can't see these people or you can't have these people over or, you know, one of those things. Um, my boundary is I can't be around those people. So I'm going to do something to 
to fix that myself. Um, I'm going to remove myself. And the way that it's negotiated with my partner is that we communicate, you know, certain days or times or, or, or things like that so that I am able to take the actions that I need to to keep myself safe um, and they can still enjoy their lives. Um, and so that's a big way of, uh, a big part of how I, I see the difference between rules and boundaries. Does that, does that make sense? Right. It's brilliant, first of all. And, okay, that makes total sense, of course. That's totally reasonable. Like always, Rowan, reasonable. <laughs> so where does my example fall in? Boundary or rule? Your example falls in kind of- a boundary because okay. it's about you. You're not you're not enforcing a rule on um on Lucas about the bed. You just say, um, you know, my boundary is that I I I I need my space. I have this need. The need is my sacred space. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I would like to negotiate some sort of space for myself. And so it didn't have to be a bed. It could have been anything. It was just about you securing space for yourself so that you can maintain your own health. Oh, my gosh. I did it. I I had a boundary. I had a boundary, Rowan. I had a boundary. (laughs) Yay. I said it. I did it. And this worked out well. There's, like, no, never been an issue. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's one of the biggest... which is like one of the, I'm sorry, but no. I have to say is one of like the very few things that actually ended up that we talked about at the beginning that has like actually worked and stayed the same. Yay. <laughs> I'm glad that it has worked out. Okay, yes, yeah, continue. Um, what was I saying? Oh, um one of the things that I think is important to remember and, and can become dangerous is that um is just thinking about what this necessitates is you yourself needing to actually think about your own feelings um, and, and wrestle with what is making you feel uncomfortable because most of the times, most of the time boundaries and rules are about you being uncomfortable. It's they they come from the same source. Um, the difference is that when you are setting a rule, it tends to be, I feel uncomfortable, so I need you to do something so that I don't have to feel uncomfortable. Whereas a boundary would be, I feel uncomfortable, so I need to set these certain set of parameters for myself so that I can be able to keep myself safe. Sure. But sometimes don't you need other people's cooperation kind of in that? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the negotiation comes in. And so... Because I've had a tough one with that before because it's like how much before it's like controlling behavior, you know, and I don't want to control my partner. I don't want them to not be able to, like you said, to just enjoy their lives. Yeah. Right? Um, but a tough, a tough situation I had recently... 
um, was that I found myself not needing, like you were saying, to like totally remove myself from a person. Uh-huh. Um, like I was fine being around them, but I just found that like I really, really didn't enjoy seeing my partner and them with PDA. Like it okay. was just, I just wasn't. Like it was making you uncomfortable. It was consistently making me uncomfortable to the point where yeah. I'm like, "Wow, I really need to do something about this because I'm I'm suffering. Like, yeah, I need to not be around this." But it seems like so drastic and too much, and not what I wanted to like just be like, "I can't be around you," or like yeah. you know. But instead, of being like, giving me an opportunity where I can leave, where I'm not like stuck in the middle of that situation. You know what I mean? Yes. Where, like, I don't have a choice but to watch. You know what I mean? And that's what it's about. Give me a choice. Yeah. So that I can be, like, cool, not what I want to have happen to my, like, body right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like even witnessing something. It's something that's, like, happening to your body. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and I think that that example you handled very well, and and that's exactly the way that I would look at it, is, is that... As you're negotiating something, and I'd like to get more into negotiation here in a minute, in a minute but um, <laughs> as as you're negotiating with your partner, um, saying, I have this need um, that has turned into a boundary of mine, and I'm not asking you to change your behavior. I'm asking for an opportunity for me to do what I need to do. And so all you're asking is for is a consideration. Um, yeah. And and most of the time when you're negotiating with a partner, your partner cares about you, and they're they're going to take those considerations into consideration. Right. Um, and it's not hard to make an opportunity because no one is no one is being restricted or controlled at that point. Um, you know, uh, as far as PDA goes, um, partners still get to explore that with their other partners. They are just allowing one partner to um, extricate themselves. Yeah. Thank you. Because I felt like a little like, oh my gosh, is this too much to ask? Like, am I asking too much of like, because then it like involves, you know, like I don't want to strict like then their partner's behavior. Like they feel limited. No. You know what I mean? Like that's horrible yeah. feeling. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it, well, it was like, it was like a tough spot. It took me a minute to like, work through that in my head, like, to be able to be like, you know, what do I do? And I think that that's a good way to sort of gauge um, whether or not you are, um, whether or not you are negotiating a boundary in, in a positive and ethical way, as opposed to enforcing a rule upon a partner that's controlling, um, is that you are struggling with it. It takes a fair amount of effort um, within yourself to, to figure out how you're going to navigate this, this situation. You yourself, not your partner. No. Um, and I think that that's a good place to start when you're thinking about what your boundaries are. Yeah. Um, so as far as, as negotiation goes, um, I think that uh, I think that the first step that I would always look at as far as boundaries go, is boundaries, um, there are very, there are different levels of boundaries that exist. Um, I think that it's important to point that out as we're talking about boundaries because you have 
some situations where an individual has um, a significant amount of trauma um, throughout their lives, and they may suffer from um, CPTSD, um, complex uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. um, and so they have um, a number of, of uh, triggers, or they may have um, other um, uh, mental illnesses or, or other disorders or, or um, something something that has consideration within their own health. Um, right. And so there are boundaries related to that um, that are sort of like my highest level of, of, of boundary. Um, that's not something that is, is really negotiated. That's, that's something that is communicated. Yeah. If, you know, if we're in a, this situation, this certain situation, please understand that I have um, a specific type of trauma. I will probably be triggered by this. This might send me into a panic attack. And, um, and so just please be aware of that. And, and I ask you to, to please um, help to avoid these situations as much as possible. Um mm-hmm is the way sort of I would, I would look at that. Do, do you agree with that sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so all other boundaries beyond that sort of fall into a, um, a descending order of, of needs. Um, and, and as far as I'm concerned, they are connected to a need um, as you move forward. Um, and as far as negotiation goes, I tend to follow the same sort of structure as I do with any sort of ne- negotiation um, that we went over in our negotiation episode. So um, if y'all want to go take a li- listen to that, I encourage you to. Um, it has a lot of really great information. Um, but in short, um, it's just a matter of sitting down with with a partner um, or a prospective partner and um telling them what your needs are and discussing how um, how those fit into different boundaries and, and how how best to navigate that sort of thing. It's a wise. Does that make sense, Caitlin? Yes, yeah. well, absolutely. And I, and I like that you brought up, because it's not like, oh, like, one need is more important than the other. Um, but really when it comes down to sometimes boundary negotiation, two boundaries come up against each other, right? Yes. And so it's like, well, which boundary wins? And I try not to think of it as like a win-lose, but sometimes it feels that way because one boundary is kind of going to win a little bit and to me yeah. that like it has to be who has the bigger boundary, like who has the stronger boundary. Like if it's something that is like a really big need for one person and another person is like a moderate to mild need. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the strong boundary is going to win. Yeah. And I think that in a big part, it, it does come down to that. Um, but there's also situations where, you know, the boundary can just be circumvented. No one, no one approaches it. You know, if you, if you have two different boundaries, that are butting against each other, then maybe you two just aren't together around that that circumstance, and then and then that's part of the boundary. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. Just 
to whoop, take it to check a vet about it. You know, that's 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 my that's sort of my that's my end game. Um that that's sort of the final solution if no other solution can be found. Um remove myself from, from the situation. And no one can tell you that it's that it's wrong to remove yourself from a situation. If it's right. making you uncomfortable, as long as you're not controlling someone else, then you have every right to your body and you have every right to your time and you have every right to your attention. You have every right to every bit of yourself. And if you can't be in a location, if you can't be around a person, if you can't be in a in a situation, you are allowed to leave. And that can be a part of your boundary. Oh, yes. That's, I mean, that's important. It, it, you know, it like, it can bring up a lot for people. It can. And I I just want to point out, sometimes people do get pretty upset if you leave. Um, It's okay. Come back and communicate it later. Um, but you're allowed to, so it's, it's really nice to negotiate boundaries. It's really nice to talk about boundaries, but if you have a real boundary, then it doesn't necessarily have to be communicated. You're allowed to, um, to hold your own boundary on your own and you're allowed to, to take your own actions to keep yourself safe or comfortable. Right. And, you know, I do, as much as I joke about, you know, not having boundaries or having very permeable boundaries, I have some firm boundaries. And one of them is I absolutely will not tolerate being spoken to in a disrespectful manner. Like, uh-huh. if someone disrespects me verbally, like, I, I, like, I will just remove myself. Like, I do just not tolerate it Yeah, in any way, shape, or form, you know? Yeah. And that's, a, yeah, that's great. Absolutely. So there are so there are things that are just like you know you know be like oh no you try like try to negotiate the boundary in those situations it's like no it's not gonna not gonna work not gonna happen yeah that's awesome yeah which I think is like revolutionary because I was kind of like like forced a lot of things were like forced upon me you know what I mean yeah like forced participation and and things I didn't want to be a part of and so yeah. That feels very liberating. I think that, yeah, know that. Yeah, I think that it's a very big deal for people to understand that they they can do that. That that, yeah. that is okay, and yeah. and I think that that's part of why I'm pushing it so big. Is is I want people to understand that they have permission to have boundaries, like that you just do. Um, and and if that means that you're walking away from things, then you're walking away from things, and and that's okay. Because it's important to keep yourself healthy. That's so true. Now, okay. So uh-huh. we talked about boundaries, negotiations. What about my favorite part about boundaries? Can we talk about that? What's your favorite part? Pushing them. Oh, my goodness. I don't like that part. <laughs> you, uh, you don't like that part? I'm shocked. Okay, tell 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 me more, Caitlin. Tell me. Like, the only reason I think boundaries exist within me is so that I can push them. Okay. So it's 
like, so I know where there's, where I have an edge. And so then I'm like, okay, wow, I found that edge. I bumped up against it or something happened. And like I talked about, it went past it. And then, Uh you know, I usually like go back right over the boundary and then there's the boundary. Now I know where it is. Uh Um, But for me, it's like, now I know what my edge is. Like, other than the ones we were talking about, like keeping ourselves, you know, safe and and all that good stuff. Like, other than that, I want to know that, like, I'm going to grow and and expand and, like, go past my boundary and be even more open, even more accepting, even more able to just, like, allow. Yeah. So I love when, like, that boundary play, um, like, things are allowed to evolve, not only in the relationship, but, like, particularly, of course, I'm talking sexually, like, how fun and boundary pushing, of course. <laughs> like, I love finding that edge and, like, and then just, like, blowing past it. And what I found is, like, I have very, I have very few limits. Yeah. And that's so freeing. Like, that's amazing. That's awesome. So, um, so what you're talking about as far as pushing boundaries are your own boundaries, not someone else's yeah. boundaries. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. I, I, I think will, that that's, yeah. I will, I will push boundaries with someone else if they want to push their, their own boundaries. Uh-huh. And part yeah. of doing that is having me push their boundaries. Okay. Then that's all, then that's all good. Like, okay. if people are wanting to play in that, like, oh, that's so hot. That's so fun. If someone wants yeah. me to, like, find where their edge is and, like, play with that. Oh, and push them a little bit past it. Like, oh my god, so hot. That is the hottest. That's turning me on quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I can, I can get behind those sort of boundary pushing for sure. What did you Um, think I was talking about? I. I like having (laughs) boundaries. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't thinking so much about like growth points um i i was thinking about more more specific boundaries i guess um but but if you're like talking about um sexual boundaries or um even like your own internal um like pushing yourself out of the box so i have this fear of i don't know like asking women out um i don't actually but um, but that's because I pushed the boundary, um, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. If, if, if you're talking about personal growth, then absolutely. I'm behind that 100%. Oh yeah. And I mean, I'm probably a boundary pusher in relationships too, but like, that's, that's like the flaw side. Don't be like that. <laughs> you know, but I'm working on that. <laughs> that's, that's the thing is, is that. Depending on the dynamic, sometimes that can be exciting for people. Yeah. Um, and as long as the boundaries that you're pushing aren't hard boundaries, then and and as long as you're negotiating that information with a partner and, and they're okay with pushing things a little bit, then that's perfectly fine. Um, it's just about communicating things. Yeah. That's um, I I am Dom. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Queen. Because that's what that's what it's about. Yes, goddess. Yes, 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 yes. Go on, go on. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this oh, I won't. 
Okay. So I am um, on this like amazing kind of throne right now, like this armchair with like these big arms. Oh, Caitlin, send me pictures later. I want to see the setting, the scene. Aww. I know, right? It's so weird not to be able to see you, but um, this is our boundary right now. This is our um, quarantine boundary. Yes, exactly, and that's exactly it. Um, that that's one of one of the things that we negotiated is that we had talked about um, trying to record this in person, but um, it became very quickly a boundary of ours. So, so we found yeah. a different way. Yeah. So, one thing yeah. that I don't have experience with, I can talk all day and night about it, and I have, but I don't have experience with. So, I'd like to hear from you. How do you communicate boundaries and rules when you're opening up your relationship to polyamory? Uh, How have you done it? Well, I told you, if you listen to our poly origin stories, we, we tiptoed into the poly thing. We didn't know we want, like really wanted to embrace being poly from the get-go. Yeah, so that came up um, a lot of boundaries then. So there the were a lot, there were a lot more boundaries to start. Um, it came with a lot of boundary pushing. Okay. And came with a lot of, how did that feel? Oh, good. Okay, awesome. Let's keep going that direction. No, not good. Okay, let's figure out why. You know what I mean? And a lot of like unpacking, like you were saying, our own feelings and needs and and just a lot of self discovery okay um and a lot of like rough moments conversations (laughs) yeah of like oh that was a boundary and was so far past it by the time we actually talked to it oh my god I'm freaking out okay uh, I think in both directions there that happened a couple times. Um, but then you like you kind of get over it. You're like, oh, okay, I didn't die. Everything's fine. Like it was <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it wasn't so bad. Um, so, but like the conversations um, were a lot of like hypotheticals to start. You know? Okay. Like, how would this go? What would the boundary be in this situation? Um, and a lot of just, like, constant checking in because the boundaries are changing so much. So I think that that's, I think that's really important information um, because this stuff can be scary, and it can change so very fast. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing is a lot of communication. A lot of communication. Well, um, since you are going through a lot of, boundary pushing, which I think is very important in those moments. Um, And I I think that that's really amazing that the two of you were going through that and working through it and and having these um, continuous boundary communications as you were going. How how were you two taking care of yourselves and each other through this sort of growth process? A lot of, like, okay, you know how there's, like, self-care, right? Yeah. Like, you take that bubble bath or whatever you do for your self-care. That's, like, yeah. such a cliche example, but 
I love bubble baths. They're great. Bubble baths are great. (laughs) But, like, that's something that um, I think there's, like, couple care, you know? There's, like, little things that you can do that are, like, ways you can nurture and nourish the relationship. So a lot of those activities, even things like like soaking, like that's one of our special things, really going to one of our special places or doing things that are just like, you know, very reaffirming, reassuring to us personally. Uh Um, And it's having those like check-in times and and having those moments when you're like, wow, we pushed that boundary and like that was amazing and getting to share those experiences of like what it can be when they open. Yes. up, you know what I mean, and really yes. start opening up and like that shared intimacy that can come along with that process. Yes, um, there's a lot of like kind of care in, in those kind of ways, um, and also just like permission to have feelings, like to be upset and to not have to have someone do anything about it, to just grieve certain things, even like the way things used to be. Uh huh. Um, you know, like just ha- just letting have those moments, um, definitely, and and being there for each other unconditionally, definitely. I think that that what you said just now is so profoundly important, and something that um, that people who um, are just coming into polyamory or people who um, are pushing limits within themselves or a relationship in any, any sort of way don't really think about. And, and, and that is permission to have feelings and checking in with each other and taking care of each other. Um, because mm-hmm. that's, that's a big part of the boundary process is sometimes those boundaries are going to be crossed, whether on purpose or not. Sometimes it's going to happen. And it's important to understand that, um, that there is a way to have compassion through through that, and um, and to care for each other through that, and to grow through that. Um, and I think that's just so amazing. Yeah, I'm tremendously lucky. I feel very lucky. And oh my gosh, just made me think of like. The moments where, like, we've dated people together and, like, the other person, like, doesn't, you know, has, like, whatever boundary issue. And, like, being able to get, like, care from my business or, like, through that, you know what I mean? It's just, like, oh, like, once you have unconditional care and love, it's just, like, it's, like, nothing else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so wonderful. Because I know you have it. So it's just, (laughs) so you just can't, like, you can't take that in relationships. You know what I mean? I think think a lot of people miss how important that really truly is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and I was talking to Lucas about boundaries today, too, so I'll just kind of throw him under the bus by sharing some of that conversation. Um, because, you know, with boundary pusher, I'm like, I've definitely crossed his boundaries before. And uh-huh. uh, we, we both have. He's crossed mine. I've, I've crossed his boundaries. It happens in relationships time to time, especially if yep. you're me. Um, 
there's there's always an assumption of like good goodwill, but like oh, like it didn't mean to, or you know, yeah, but like there's care still, even after that happens. Definitely, doesn't mean someone doesn't love you if they you know cross your boundaries accidentally from time to time. Not at all. Yeah, no. Like boundaries are going to be crossed. They just are. That's, that's right. the nature of of people. Right. Um, but I really have had the you know other relationships end because of that. Like there's no repair. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. well, that's that's it. And like and I get it. If, you're, if that's your boundary, that's your boundary. But it's just like it's actually such an amazing opportunity for a relationship to grow when someone does stick around to be like there for that repair and to like keep working to go forward I agree I agree I think that that is a very wonderful thing when when couples can stick stick around um one thing I want to make sure to to say um though is that if you are someone who had a boundary crossed that's that's a hard boundary of yours and you decided to to leave the relationship because of it I, I think that it, it's important to know that that's okay Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that you didn't think that it was a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to to sort of boost that a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Well, anything else, dear? Um, I don't think anything else. I just sort of want to break things down a little bit um, before we yeah. go, um, just because down. this was a specific question from from some people that I've been talking to. Um, and and that is just to say that um, the best way to negotiate boundaries is to one, really deep dig deep in yourself to figure out what your boundaries are. Um. And those are usually um, associated with needs. Two, communicate with those those boundaries with your partner. It doesn't have to be a special event. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of a relationship. It can be any time. It can be as soon as the boundary comes up. This is something that is going to be done millions of times throughout a relationship, um, just because new boundaries come up as you grow as a couple or as a person. Um, three, Understand that people are going to um, push or cross those boundaries um, by mistake, or maybe sometimes you're going to ask them to push boundaries, and that's great. But when they do, it's important to have a conversation together um, where you can discuss what happened, why it happened, how that situation made you feel, and um, what you would like to see in the future, and also take care of each other by loving on each other and cuddling and kissing and and doing all those wonderful things that just make both of you feel so good and loving. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you wrapped it up beautifully. I'm like, we touched on a lot of different things, so I think you nailed all of those. those Absolutely. Was there anything Mm -hmm. you wanted to add? Yeah, because this has just been my experience, something that I had to learn, and maybe I'm not the only adult who's also had to learn this, is that um, someone having a boundary doesn't mean that they love you any less. Yes. Oh, thank you for saying that. I never would have said that, but I think it's so important. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Caitlin. It's just how they can help love themselves. 
Yes, yes, yes. That's awesome. So love yourself, know yourself, and express yourself, and you can do all those things with boundaries. Yay. Go out there and, and, and grow and do things and, and struggle and love, and yes. Yeah. And if you're me, get beat up a little bit, pound it <laughs> a little bit, and then you're like, maybe this doesn't have to be so hard. Maybe there's just like a boundary I can have. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were talking about BDSM again. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I was talking metaphorically, just, you know, about the, the relationship bruises. Yay. Really? You have to learn the hard way, you know? And then you're like, oh, yeah, boundaries can save so much. Some people need to run headlong into their boundaries. Some people don't act until they fill out their boundaries completely in their head. It's just a different way of doing things. All right, y'all. Yay. Another episode of Dating Out Loud. Don't forget to like our Facebook page and our Instagram every once in a while. Um, And what else? Uh, Listen and subscribe. Yeah, and share with your friends. And give us a million stars on all of the Apple, yeah, Spotify stuff. And send us some comments. I mean, what else do you really have to do in all this? Come on. Yes. You don't have a lot to be doing. Catch up on all the episodes. If you have specific questions or um, or anything that you'd like to hear about or hear us talk about, please, 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 please. And it's an email um, at datingoutloud at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook page. Um, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to answer your questions. Um, I thought this was really fun um, talking about a, a listener um, question. Today. Yeah. So yeah. I'd love so to have more you. of you. Fan. And um, boundaries can be sexy, right, everyone? So sexy. Push my boundaries. Oh, oh, that's sexy. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone.